Welcome to the Mothers You Know podcast. Thank you for being here. This is a place where we as women remember the spirit God gave us. We know how much we matter and we believe all things are possible to them that believe on this Savior Jesus Christ. Here at Mothers You Know, we support the parents of young men in the Sons of Healman and young women in the Daughters of Light programs at Life Changing Services. These programs provide therapeutic and mentoring services for youth struggling with depression, anxiety, self-harm, pornography, and any other unwanted or difficult behaviors. We offer parent support, training, and resources for mothers and fathers seeking the best way to support their loved one. Any mother is welcome to join in the Mothers Who Know classes support and training. You do not need to have a child in life-changing services to join in. We hope you'll join us. I am Karen Broadhead. I serve as the director of Mothers You Know, and I serve as the parent support specialist at life-changing services. I invite you to join with me and other mothers from across the country in our Warrior Mothers Who Know online support and training group. If you have a child struggling with pornography, depression, anxiety, or other difficult behaviors, you will find a safe and uplifting place to learn from other moms and learn principles and strategies to best support your loved one. Please go to motherswhoknow.org to find the online meeting details. We talk about difficult things here with the intent to shine light in dark corners and to eliminate isolation and shame. We are mothers with warrior hearts who are raising the warriors of this generation. We know we must learn to fight well for ourselves first, then we can confidently support and cheer on our loved ones in the best ways. All right, Veronica, let's go on and highlight some of the things that you shared in your presentation at the retreat. Okay. I described to, to start off with kind of where I came from and that my journey was about trying to find my voice, trying to find who Veronica is. And I, I grew up with a mother who was diagnosed with schizophrenia when I was 12 and how that was very difficult. I, I fell in love with musical theater around the same time. Actually, since I was a child, I remember watching those MGM movies and my mother fully supported that. So that, that was kind of a connection with me and her and my sisters too. Throughout that kind of experience, back and forth, not, not having much of help understanding or getting information, there wasn't much to, to draw on. I think I didn't really find out who I was and, and trying to increase my testimony of Jesus Christ and trust in him. It's just amazing how I got to this point where 2020 came along and I, I said, enough is enough. <laughs> and that's when I found Mothers Who Know. I, in, in our team, team meetings, we have chances afterwards to witness for someone who shares the heart and how they are leaning on Christ or staying in their own field. And I've always found it very difficult to express myself just because Satan is really loud and that feeling of inadequacy that came in our body, it's a lot of it's in my mind too about, you shouldn't have said that. That was really insensitive or it's not even like really mean. It's like, you are, you don't get it. You don't understand how people feel. So you should just be quiet. 
So those are the kinds of things that would be going on in my head. And I, the church made for the youth on their strive to be a new album this year. It's all things through Christ. One of the songs is called witness and the lyrics in that I made it. I have a YouTube channel. It's called, this is me, Veronica B. If you want to check it out. And I just wanted to read you the chorus. I will try to be like him, shine a light in the darkness. I'll be a witness and live the way he lived at all times and all places, whatever happens, I'll be a witness of all his love, a witness of what he's done. I'll stand and tell everyone in all times and all places, I'll be a witness. Even all the other videos too, but this one, I just felt like I needed to share with the group that my voice was important enough to find, enough to shine forth. And through lots of different things where I'm taking care of my body and including my mind with therapy, I've been able to get close and personal <laughs> and love myself and be okay. And, and that's truly the only thing that when those voices get so loud to tell me to shut up, the only thing that actually works is me saying, I love you, Veronica. And to say, let's do this, you know? I'll, I'll take care of you, I'll protect you. There was this really cool talk by Jeffrey All Holland called Songs Sung and Unsung. And there's a really cool video about it where this single bird father is in a nest full of water and he's trying to make it on, on his own. And I, I just wanted to read that quote because I think it was pretty powerful. Among the realities we face as children of God, living in a fallen world is that some days are difficult, days when our faith and our fortitude are tested. These challenges may come from a lack in us, a lack in others, or just a lack in life. But whatever the reasons, we find they can rob us of songs we so much want to sing and darken the promise of springtime in the soul. So what do we do in such times? For one thing, we embrace Apostle Paul's counsel and hope for that which we see not, and with patience wait for it. In those moments when the melody of joy falters below our power of expression, we may have to stand silent for a time and simply listen to others, drawing strength from the splendor of the music around us. Many of us who are musically challenged have had our confidence bolstered and are singing markedly improved by positioning ourselves next to someone with a stronger, more certain voice. Surely it follows that in singing the anthems of eternity, we should stand as close as humanly possible to the savior and redeemer of the world who is absolutely perfect pitch. We then take courage from his ability to hear our silence and take hope from his melodious messianic intercession in our behalf. Truly it is when the Lord is near that the dove of peace sings in my heart and the flowers of grace appear. On those days when we feel a little out of tune, a little less than what we think we see or hear in others, I would ask us, to remember it is by divine design that not all the voices in God's choir are the same. It takes variety, sopranos and altos, baritones and basses to make rich music. To borrow a line quoted in the cheery correspondence of two remarkable Latter-day Saint women, all God's critters got a place in the choir. When we disparage our uniqueness or try to conform to fictitious stereotypes, stereotypes driven by an insatiable consumer culture, 
and idolized beyond any possible realization by social media. We lose the richness of tone and timber that God intended when he created a world of diversity. But once we have accepted divinely revealed lyrics and harmonious orchestration composed before the world was, then our heavenly father delights to have us sing in our own voice, not someone else's. Believe in yourself and believe in him. Don't demean your worth or denigrate your contribution. Above all, don't abandon your role in the chorus. Why? Because you are unique. You are irreplaceable. The loss of even one voice diminishes every other singer in this great mortal choir of ours, including the loss of those who feel they are on the margins of society or the margins of the church. I then got the ladies to sing that song with me. We sang it twice, we used our bodies and we got up and we moved. And, and then I asked if anyone could witness for Jesus. And two women, I, I, I actually prepared ahead of time. I said, Heavenly Father, can you provide me with two people who feel they can stand up? And I didn't have to worry because everyone was in their bodies and ready to go. And so, yeah, two women shared their, what they had felt and how much they loved Jesus. And it was, it was a pretty amazing experience to, to be vulnerable and to show my path and how I'm striving to the whole and find that my voice and who Veronica is and, and, and trying to share others. You also can witness for Jesus Christ. You also can be that light. Your voice is needed. And just because perhaps you started at a different place in your youth, we can all reach that, that feeling of, I, I, can, I am needed, I am loved and realize that it's just a beautiful gift to, to go on this journey. And sometimes I go, why? <laughs> this was, who decided this? <laughs> but sometimes I just see that the journey is worth it. It's, it's just like Elder Holland said, it's I am unique and I'm irreplaceable. So, yeah. Ah, so beautiful. Veronica, will you also, oh, well, I don't know. There's just so, I'm feeling the spirit as I'm looking at Kim's face and BJ's face. I'm thinking, yeah, we all just were feeling the spirit as you spoke. Thank you for that. I wondered if you would also share just the songs that you presented. What did you sing so people oh. will know? Here's the song she sang. <laughs> Okay. The first song I sang was a song from the movie Yentl, A Piece of Sky. She sings it at the end. Her journey was she wanted to understand the scriptures. She wanted to study them. I think she wanted to get closer to God and women were not allowed. So she dressed up as a boy and that kind of sacrifice was, it was so important to her and seeing how the world, she was just seeing a piece of it. And then it just opened up and then she saw more. I just really related to that, how the more that I heal, the more I see that God's like, look, I've got more for you. This is beautiful. And so, yeah. And then I, I still wanted to sing that song too, because she holds the note really long. It's a Barbara Streisand thing. And it was like, oh, I got to do it. <laughs> so that was it. It was, it was powerful. <laughs> it was amazing. Thanks. And then I sang uh, over, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. It's a different version than from the musical. Eva Cassidy, who, oh, she does a, a beautiful job. 
check her out. Her, her music is beautiful. It's just a different, slower, a more thoughtful kind of version of change. I, I want change. I want to go where that, where the beauty is. I want to feel that joy. So that one really resonated to me too. And, um, and then the third one was journey to the past. I, I made a goal this year that I, I started teaching voice lessons that my students were in festival. And so I went in festival. And so I sang that song in festival, which was kind of exciting for me to mm. be on the stage again. And so, yeah, it's, it's funny how it's like, it's a journey to what Veronica had begun and then took a hiatus. And now she's coming back to it with singing musical theater again. And then my last one is one of my personal favorites. The This is the Christ by Kaylee Reed, her version. And it's such a soul stirring. I had to do it acapella because if it, it, it has to like play off of the pianist accompanying you, you, you know, and then recording, it just feels kind of empty. So I, I did it acapella and right before I sang, actually, Kim did a body scan. And so everybody was just, you know, like, and I was just like so calm compared to the day before, how interesting that was and how it affected how I felt even about that last song, that it was just a more grounded place to feel. And I felt like everybody was like that too. So I, I was really, I was so happy that I came. I'm, I'm so happy. And maybe I'll get to come again, just even witness other people singing. So it was just, it was a beautiful experience, Karen. Uh, it was. And thanks for making it even more by bringing the, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, your experience there and sharing it through music and involving us was so, it was so good. It, the music, yeah, it draws us in and wakes us up, right? It, it requires us to hold be more present right it's just a it was amazing thank you so much all right bj let's if you'd share some of the highlights from what you shared i loved what you shared at the retreat thanks karen and yeah this is this is really special to review again so i i really appreciate you gals taking the time to do that when karen asked if we would just share some highlights i thought that I shared a couple of different things on a couple parts of the retreat. And this one of them that was specifically meaningful to me was when we opened, I was thinking about how, how everybody shows up and what they're thinking about is going to make a difference on how the retreat goes for each person personally and for the group. And I was just thinking of what things have helped me to show up, you know, lots of things that I've been able to learn and things and watching others and hearing truths. And I've just tried to gather them into three things. And so I, that have, that have helped me a lot and that I was hoping that we could all show up and be like, and so I, I called it the, the life-saving L's. Is this an L? <laughs> Which one's the L? So the life-saving L's are to first lower your expectations. Second, to like, look around and and the third thing is to just look up, to look up. So lower expectations, look around and look up. And I just wanted to highlight a couple of those pieces that have helped me so much. So lowering expectations, I think about John Lund and how he says 
Unmet expectations are the source of all frustration. And I like a lot of what he says. And I just think, well, how can we get rid of some of that frustration? Well, we can level out our expectations about things. How, how is it going to go when I fix this dinner? How's this Zoom call going to go? How, how's my lesson going to go? How's the going to work out on Mother's Day? How's, you know, just every daily little thing. Once I did this for this kid, how's he going to respond? Or, and especially when they involve other people <laughs> and what they, what they do and think. So just, I, I was, I was appreciative of that, of that thought. And one that goes along with that is, is something that was said by Jenkins Lloyd Jones and President Hinckley quoted it. And we've heard it quite a bit. He talks about life is just like an old time rail journey, delays, sidetracks, smoke, dust, cinders, jolts, interspersed only occasionally by beautiful vistas and thrilling bursts of speed. And then he talked about the trick is to thank the Lord for letting you have the ride. And so just thinking we don't have to be permanently derailed. And I just love thinking about, let's put that on our planners, even if it's just our mental planners. And when things show up, we don't have to feel like, what's wrong? The things aren't right. My life is off because these things happen. We just think, no, this is part of the journey. This is totally part of the journey. Nothing's going wrong. It's, and so I love just keeping those expectations in check like that and how much it helps me to show up to whatever it is. Even this meeting right here is way different than I had imagined. And I'm just saying to myself, that's that's totally okay. That's already, already, I appreciated that. So the second thing was just to look around. I remember there was a, 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 a woman, a female church leader, and I can't remember who it was, but she came to a state girls camp one time. And you know how certain little phrases or things people say long, long ago, they just stick with you. And I just think Heavenly Father knows this is going to help you. And so she shared an experience where, where, my battery's getting low. We'll see how it goes. She started an experience where she said, I was going to college. I was going to BYU. I was so lonely. I kept praying to Emily, Father, please help me to have a friend. Please, you know, I need a friend. And she just shared how her answer was so clear just to be a friend, to be a friend. And when you show up, you're looking around for how can I be a friend? That's a way different way to show up than to hope that somebody comes and does the right thing or says the right thing and how much that changes your experience and the experience of others. And so I remember in a conference talk a few years ago, I think it was Sister Oscarson talked about how some of her kids will say, why do I have to go to youth young women's or young men's, I don't get very much out of it. And she said, if I was having a good parenting moment, I would say, what makes you think that you go to young women's because of what you get out of it? She just, this is what she said. She said, my young friend, she was speaking to, I think it was to a young women's gathering. She said, I guarantee that there will always be someone at every church meeting you attend or every environment you're in, who is lonely, who is going through challenges, who needs a friend, or who feels like he or she doesn't belong, you have something important to contribute to every meeting or activity. 
the Lord desires for you to look around at your peers or your sisters or your brothers and then minister as he would. I just, it's been such a blessing to me. I'm so grateful for that counsel and how it's blessed me at the park or at the gas station or at the grocery store just to say, oh, there's somebody over there pushing their kid at the park and I'm just walking. Normally I would just kept walking, but maybe to walk over and say, hey, I haven't met you. Do you live around here? And how much that has elevated my own life. And I hope that it can for other people. Just thinking about Veronica's message about being a witness and how she's highlighted that and how what an opportunity it is to for us to be a witness and a window to him. And, and how we think about influential women in the world and we think of influencers and people that are doing things. I can't think of anything more powerful than to be a witness or a window to him. And sometimes in our circumstances, we show up and we just think, I'm just gonna play small. I just, we don't think those words, but we just think we're just get caved into ourselves. Our circumstances can be challenging and difficult and it's easy to go there but how crippling that is and how, how lonely that is. And so I just appreciate the idea of to look around and to look for ways that we can lift and love and be that witness and find how healing it is for ourselves as we, as we do look around. And then the third thing was is to look up. And I just love the idea of letting God weigh in when we when we think about I'm sitting at church and my kids are on their phone or my husband's on phone or what are the people behind me thinking or or we just gave a lesson and we're thinking that didn't even sound right I or whatever it is our parenting moments our spousing moments our neighboring moments and it's often easy to just start comparing or worrying, looking around, worrying and wondering. And it is so much softer as we just think, what do you think about my kids on their phone <laughs> right now? I could grab it from them and they'll stand up and walk out and leave, <laughs> you know? And, but, and I just, it's, when I think of what he thinks, I just feel really just what we, we talked about is that as a theme of the retreat, just empowering and enlightening. And, and I just feel like he's thinking, I am not panicked about that in the least. You don't be, I'm not thinking, you know, I, I love your heart. I'm, you're good here. You belong here. And so I love letting, letting him weigh in. And so anyway, just those three things were were powerful for me. And we just hoped that all of us would just keep reminding ourselves of how we can, how we can show up and how we can include the savior in that showing up. So, so the lower our expectations, look around and then look up and let him weigh in. And I just feel like that is just for me, been just a, such a help just to elevate every environment for me. And, and part of the time I don't do that, you know, a part of the time I, I feel bad or get mad or don't look around, but 
how much that's helped me just to have that on my mind and to have that awareness. And so anyway, I just appreciated that opportunity to think about those things and share those things. So awesome. Yeah, every one of those things invited us to meet our expectations and consider them, right? To notice how we might have oh, insecurities and inabilities inside ourselves that limit us from, you know, from making connection that would bless our lives and other people's lives. And how often that's just a, a you know, stops us. And then it makes us feel depressed and lonely and isolated. And to recognize everybody's feeling like that. You could be the one that, that could really see what's going on here, <laughs> right? I love that. And then to look up and check in to see how would God define this? How, what would he say about me, about them, about the thing that I'm feeling so maybe tormented about? Maybe, maybe there's really nothing going wrong here. So good. So thank you for that, BJ. Oh, ladies, thank you so much for everything you shared. I, this has been so edifying. I think we should do this every morning. <laughs> I feel like I've been to the retreat again. Oh, that was what I needed. Exactly. I feel like I got a shot in the arm for the day. Oh, I'm just such a blessing and a privilege to be together. That was the overarching miraculous message in the retreat was sharing, caring for each other, yeah, ministering to each other just right where everybody was at, having courage to show up and to extend what we had to offer there and to receive what, what was there to be given through the Spirit. I just think it was such a powerful retreat and so grateful for your participation in it and your preparation and and for yeah you highlighting it today thanks ladies Aaron, thank you veronica thank you bj thank you thank you for being with us today warrior moms i invite you to make a donation at the top of our website mothersyouknow.org any amount you can afford today will help us keep Mothers Who Know services free for all moms. Thank you so much for your generosity. Moms, remember your divine identity and great worth. Continue in your courageous efforts to support God's great work. Notice the miracles you see every day, the evidence of the Savior's love and mercy. Find the message in your message. Reach out and share the principles you learn in Mothers Who Know with other mothers. You are God's secret weapon for good in this world. Finally, a few pieces of information for you. I recommend a few other podcast channels to listen to. Like Dragons Do They Fight podcast, that includes interviews and stories with those that have struggled and overcome something in their life. And the Eternal Warriors podcast, hosted by two YSA eight young men who share their story, teach valuable lessons, and interview special guests. You can follow us on our social media pages on Facebook under mothersyouknow.lcs or search for Mothers You Know and on Instagram, username at mothers underscore who know. 
Last, if you would like additional support and training, please go to mompowertraining.com to sign up for the next eight-week Mom Power Training class for all moms. You can also go to the Mothers Who Know website at mothershoknow.org or our parent company, Life Changing Services, at lifechangingservices.org to learn more about our excellent services to support you and your loved ones. Thank you so much for listening today. Please feel free to email me anytime with questions or to set up a complimentary 30-minute appointment to visit. Please email me at mothershoknow at lifechangingservices.org. Looking forward to hearing from you amazing moms. See you next time.